What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Trained Podcast. I'm your host, 365 days a year, Jared Hamilton. If you and I have not had the pleasure of meeting yet, what's up? My name is Jared. Thanks for so much for listening to the podcast today. If you're a returning uh, listener, thank you so much for your continued support. It means a ton to me. I still like it's still one of those things where I'm like the like it's amazing that fact that you're willing to sit down, excuse me, and you know be willing to listen to me talk for hours on end. So I appreciate that. Now, before we get into this, I uh, want some feedback from you uh, for some stuff, if you don't mind. So here in the near future, I'm especially going to into, going into 2020, I really want to um, start bringing on more guests to the podcast. Um, just general feedback I've been getting from you guys is you guys really seem to like it when I just have a conversation with somebody or I interview someone or me and someone else get on here or whatever. Um, so yeah, so what... I need your help with is I want to know if you could shoot me an email or a DM or whatever that your top three people you would like to see me interview or have a conversation with on the podcast podcast and and the the subject matter that you would like us to go over. Um, so right now there's already some running themes. Um, a lot of you guys are wanting me to get Jordan Syatt on the podcast and see if he'll come on. Um, some of you other guys are uh, asking me to bring back on Susan Niebergall. Um, Kim Schlag is another common name coming up. So if there's any other names or any other people, I don't care whether it's fitness coaches or it's, I don't care. Um, if there's anybody you would like to have me, uh, to see about bringing on the podcast and interviewing and, uh, what you would like to hear us talk about, it would mean a ton to me because my goal on here is to number one, solve your problems. Number two, bring you as much value as possible. And number three, keep this as entertaining as hell for you. So, um, and I know I can do that better with other uh, people on the podcast who are a hell of a lot smarter than me. So um, if you could do that, shoot me a message and just give me your opinion. I've been, I'm saving those aside. So every time I get a DM or an email or a message about like, hey, I want to hear this person and you talk about this stuff, um, I'm saving those. So that way I can see who you guys really like and seeing if there are some common names that keep coming up. Like right now, so far, a lot of the ones that are coming up is Jordan, uh, Jordan Side and Susan Niebergall. So uh, I'm more than likely going to see if they'll get on the podcast. Um, Actually, I'm tempted to see if they would all want to get on the same episode. Like, that'd be pretty cool. But anyway, um, let's get into today's topic. We're talking about really tactical specifics on keeping your muscle while losing fat. Um, I know a lot of my other episodes here recently recently have been a little bit more, um, you know, they've been a little bit different. A lot of mindset, a lot of psychology, a lot of mental stuff. But today's episode, we are talking specifics on... um, how to keep your muscle while losing fat. And I have five points to talk about with this one, because at the end of the day, one of the worst things you can do is while you're dieting, lose all your muscle because just because you went about it the wrong way. And I see that happen a lot. Okay. Um, you know, I'll see people have all this, you know, this great muscle tissue, really good quality tissue. And a lot of it, whether, you know, the guys who got big arms, big chest, big back, whatever, or ladies that have like, um, you know, really, really solid legs, or they're really happy with their glutes, or, um, they have a really uh, good upper body that they're happy with. But then I see people go through fat loss phases and lose it all. And it's just like, it doesn't have to be like that. There's no reason it should be like that. So I want to talk to you about specifics on how to keep your muscle while losing fat. Um, So if you're taking notes, this is uh, definitely a note-taking episode, or you might want to go back and re-listen to it. But let's get right into it. Number one, get your nutrition in check. Now that's a really broad term. So what do I mean specifics? Because 
in order to keep your muscle while losing fat, it's, it's you're literally playing the game of damage control because ideally you're either having a main, your main goal is lose fat or build muscle. Right. Um, and the only way to lose body fat, any, in any sort of body fat whatsoever is to be in a calorie deficit. Right. Well, that's the issue is your body just doesn't burn fat only. You know what I mean? When you're in a deficit, your body is just in burning mode as a whole where it's just burning anything. It's burning food. It's burning fat. It's burning muscle. It's burning whatever. So there's a couple things we have to do to make the environment conducive to where you're not burning away all your hard-earned muscle tissue because you, your body's just going to be in burning mode. Because a lot of people will do this wrong, especially in the nutrition side, and fuck it all up. So in terms of your nutrition, how to keep your muscle while losing fat, um, these three big points under nutrition. We want a small deficit small deficit. I'm talking about like three to 500 calories underneath your maintenance. Okay. Where people go wrong is they'll, they'll, they'll decide to, they'll, they'll be whatever. And then they'll say, I want to lose fat. And then they will literally go to like 1200 calories or like a thousand calories, or they'll go from eating 2000 calories a day to, to 1300. Like those are big fucking deficits. Understand this. The bigger deficit you have, the greater risk you have of eating away at muscle tissue versus just a smaller deficit because we don't want anything drastic or extreme. Um, and that that's what happens. People will will do these massive deficits, do you know, 1,000 calorie, 800 calorie, whatever deficits, and then they wonder why they can't keep their strength, their workouts are shit, and all this other stuff goes to the wayside because um, their, their deficits are all messed up. So keep a nice and small deficit because here's the thing, a misconception a lot of people have. A lot of people think like, okay, I let's say they cut make a 300 calorie deficit. They're they go from eating 2,000 a day to 1,700, and then they lose some weight, and they're like, oh, what if I cut down 1,000 calories a day? Maybe I'll lose more weight. Understand this: that doesn't work. Like that, that's not the you are not going to burn necessarily more fat by cutting out more calories. Um, it doesn't work like that. This is where a lot of people go from, uh, you know, to losing. Uh, they go from to losing uh, a lot of muscle tissue because they jump their their deficit um, bit even bigger. So, like, let me give you an example. What would happen if you had a birthday cake recipe? This is one of my favorite examples. If you if you have a birthday cake recipe and it says bake at four hundred degrees for forty minutes, would it work? If I said, okay, well, what if I crank it up to eight hundred degrees, double it, and do it for only twenty minutes, cut it in half? If the recipe says four hundred degrees for forty minutes. Why can't I theoretically go 800 degrees for 20? The, you know what's going to happen? On paper, that kind of makes sense, but, not, but it's not going to work. It's going to burn the shit out of it, right? It's the same thing. Small deficit, you start to lose fat. You go massive deficit, now you still lose about the same amount of fat. Now you burn a lot of muscle tissue. And, and that's the, you see what I mean? That's what happens a lot. So keep a, your deficit small. Next, protein. Get your protein intake nice and high. For a lot of my coaching clients, um, I actually will, if we're in a deficit, I, I like to have protein a little higher than um, than if they were at maintenance or in a surplus because they're in the negative energy balance. So you want to have your protein intake somewhere around that, depending, this is really individual, somewhere around more than likely half a gram to a full gram per pound of body weight. Okay, so... Um, but that's what I'm saying is you got to be careful. Like, let's say you weigh 300 pounds and you're pretty overweight. I'm not saying eat 300 grams of protein that you might, if you, if you're pretty overweight, you may have fall on the side of, uh, half a gram, which would be around 150 grams of protein. Do you see what I mean? So more than likely without knowing you, 
you should be consuming more uh, for for this more than likely a, a half gram to a gram per pound of body weight and just do the math. Um, because here's the thing, protein is one of the best ways to maintain and keep muscle tissue. Okay. It's going it, to, it, like I said, is it's one of the, the big backup weapons for keeping the tissue while dieting and helping you to continue to burn fat and help your metabolism stay nice and high. Because like I said, when you're dieting, your, your body's in burning mode. It's totally in burning mode. This is why it's important to have your protein intake nice and high, that half a gram to a gram per pound of body weight while dieting. It's super important. So keep that there to help maintain your muscle tissue. Third point under nutrition, you want carbs and fats. Don't fall into the trendy diet world and drop your carbs. Don't fall into the other side where you drop your fats. You need all three macros. They're all important. Now, right, right about now, some assholes like, well, Carbs aren't essential. Well, yeah, neither is fucking makeup and new clothes, but we all, you know, all, every female I know wears makeup and we all like to buy new clothes. So uh, I'm telling you, it doesn't, you want carbs and fats, especially if you're trying to maintain your, your muscle tissue because carbs are going to help with recovery and with glycogen and all this other nerdy shit and going to make your workouts go a lot better because you're going to have full glycogen stores and all this other nerdy mumbo jumbo. So under the umbrella of nutrition, you want a small deficit. You want a nice and high protein intake in carbs and fats. Okay. Um, next, moving on to the strength training side. So keeping your muscle while losing fat. We, the, we just went over the, the nutrition. Now let's talk about strength training in check. Here's the thing. Most of your exercise should come from strength training because here's the thing, even if, even though like, um, while dieting, it's not the most optimal world to build a lot of muscle tissue, you can still do it. It's just not optimal. Um, but with that being said, you're, it's one of the best ways to play conservation mode. Okay. While you're conserving your muscle tissue, because what happens while you're dieting, your body's going to want to burn everything, right? So having a higher protein intake is going to help preserve the muscle, muscle, blah but also stimulating more muscle tissue, protein synthesis, all that stuff while working out and strength training is stimulating the, the muscles to continue to grow and stay there at least. You see what I mean? That way they're not just atrophying and going away. So you want to prioritize strength training. Don't just hop on the cardio bandwagon and go nuts on cardio. Um, strength training should be your priority um, outside of nutrition, obviously, but um, you still want to, number one, lift heavy. And number two, prioritize your favorite body parts in which you're trying to keep, right? Now, if you're like, well, I want to keep everything. Well, then just keep doing your whole program. But like, let's say you're like, let's say um, you say, man, Jared, I want to, I want to lose weight, but I really am scared of losing my, my, my curves, or I'm afraid of losing my thighs or my booty or my dudes. I'm, af I'm afraid my arms are going to get small, whatever. If you have those favorite body parts, you can prioritize them, ha add the frequency a little higher on your program, or still make sure you hit those and they're recovering and all that stuff. But a big mistake a lot of people make, a big mistake a lot of people make, sorry, I'm stuttering, um, is they just go all high rep and they're hitting 20, 30 reps, whatever. You still want to lift heavy. I don't know what asshole came out with the idea of like, oh, I'm, 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 I'm bulking, so I'm going to only lift super crazy heavy six rep ranges. And then, oh, I'm, I'm cutting now, I'm dieting, I'm going to hit everything lightweight. It does stop. You will benefit from both both ranges, lifting lower rep ranges at heavier weights, but you'll also benefit from, um, at different times going higher, rep, higher rep ranges. I'm not saying like 30, 40 reps. I'm saying like higher, you know, like 12, 15, maybe 20 every once in a while kind of thing at, on a higher rep count. Um, but 
still lift heavy. It's so important to lift heavy and keep um, giving your body those doses of actual heavy strenuous lifting. Okay. Um, but like I said, prioritize your favorite body parts. So if you're really worried about like losing your, your glutes or your back is going to get smaller, whatever you're afraid of losing, prioritize those body parts. You're not going to burn fat from prioritizing them from that spot. You're not spot fat or reducing, but what you can do is if you prioritize these favorite body parts, you're giving them extra muscle or you're giving them extra stimulus. Does that make sense? Okay. Number three, I know I'm blasting through these. Number three, keeping your muscle while losing fat. Don't overdo cardio. I'm here. I'll go so far to say this. You don't have to do cardio. Create your calorie deficit via nutrition and you don't even have to do cardio. Now, I'm not saying you should avoid cardio or, or it's bad. I'm just saying most people overdo it. I'll see people that will um, go wrong and they're they're like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose some weight now. And then they go like, I'm gonna eat 1,200 calories a day, go all high rep in my strength training, and run every fucking day. Don't. Don't even don't stop. Don't overdo cardio. If you if you don't even want to do cardio, don't do cardio. Now, if if you want to eat more, so you like, I'd rather you know go on a 30 minute walk every day and add a, a little bit more calories to my day. Dope, go for it. But you should not have to be relying on cardio for fat loss. Your foundation should be nutrition and strength training and cardio is just like icing on the cake or to throw things, you know, to give a little bit of uh, potential higher calorie limits. Okay. The next one, time. Understand this. There is not a timeline. A lot of people run into trouble in losing their muscle while dieting because they're like trying, they have these crazy unrealistic, unrealistic expectations for like, I don't know, um, like the next eight weeks. Understand that this shit takes time. Losing fat, excuse me, losing fat takes time. Building muscle takes time. Uh, fuck, getting fat takes time. You have to understand that time is a valuable piece and you can't mitigate it. You can't get around it. It's like the whole birthday cake analogy. Instead of baking my cake at 400 degrees for 40 minutes, what if I go 800 for 20? That's where people get into trouble. They're like, I want to speed this up, so I'm going to cut more calories. I'm going to spend more hours in the gym. Stop trying to mitigate time for the sake of results because it's not going to happen. Take your timeline away. Take that crazy unrealistic expectation you probably have and take it away. Because most of the bullshit that you're going to be sold and you're going to run into and a lot of the stupid shit is stuff that's trying to mitigate time or effort, which is not going to work. Here's my last piece of advice for this too. Keep track of progress metrics. One of the biggest things that drives me up the wall is when someone says, Jared, I can't figure out why I'm not losing weight and come to find out they're not doing like daily weigh-ins. Or they're like, Jared, I feel like I'm losing all my muscle. I'm like, okay, what are your circumference measurements saying? Oh, well, I don't take them. Well, fuck. Okay, you can't, you're not going to see progress in what you're not measuring it with, right? It's like, Jared, my business sucks. Well, do you know what your business is making like money-wise? No. Well, fuck, there's your problem. How are you, do you expect to make strides and, prog and, and progress without looking at unbiased metrics? You know, you can't just go by solely, oh, well, I feel like this because, you know, your feelings are biased as fuck about you and mine are about me. That's why you have to have a, a level of unbiased stuff. This is why a lot of people apply for coaching with me because I have a very unbiased opinion about like, oh no, you're overeating. Oh no, you're undereating. Oh, you're uh, not consistent. Oh, look at these numbers. This is why it's going off track. Uh, I just made a big post on my Instagram the other day. One of my girls, um, uh, Julia, that I coach, she has these, she, her current progress pictures, I just post them on my Instagram. It's, they're, they're, they're huge. You can't argue that she's seen crazy progress. But we, I can't tell you how many conversations we've had about her feeling like she's not progressing because feelings are biased. 
right? About yourself specifically. So with that being said, um, you have to understand that when it comes to this stuff, you have to keep track of it. A lot of people, th this is the, an issue. A lot of people fall into the, to the, to the level. They're like, oh, well, I'm afraid to watch the scale because I'm afraid I'll get discouraged. Or like, I don't want to take measurements because I'm afraid they haven't changed. But understand this, that's the game. You have to understand half the reason of progress metrics is to keep you on track and accountable. And number two is the goal to not change. Because if you aren't changing, don't you want to know it? You see, what I, you see what I mean? If you're not losing weight and you're putting in all this effort, wouldn't you want to know it so you can make the proper changes? But saying that like, oh, I don't want to weigh myself because I'm afraid I'll get discouraged or I don't want to do pictures and measurements because I'm afraid I'll get discouraged is like saying, hey, I don't want to look at my bank account because or, or budget my money because I'm afraid I'll get discouraged. You have to understand that like most people are discouraged already right now. Most people hate the way they look and feel and are discouraged. So like just avoiding avoiding the the, the scale or avoiding, avoiding check-ins or avoiding uh, measurements or pictures or whatever because you're afraid you'll get discouraged is terrible because you want to fix a bad habit and a problem there where it's at. You don't want to um, just hide it for the sake of being discouraged. It's like imagine if you own an organization and you have a, a person who is, you know, toxic and cancerous and just a bad person on your team and you don't want to, you know, remove them or fire them because it's uncomfortable. Well, how, how is the situation having them there? It makes it 10 times worse. So that's what I'm saying is you have to keep progress metrics. See if you're losing weight too fast. See if you're gaining weight. Do your measurements to see if the muscles that you're trying to maintain are atrophying. Because I'm telling you, a lot of people, like a common thing I'll hear from ladies is, oh, Jared, I don't know what to do. Uh, I'm just blowing up. I, I lift weights and I feel like I blow up and like my muscles get so big. I said, okay, what's your measurements say? And they go, oh, I don't measure them. I'm like, oh. So you don't actually know if your muscles are like your arms are getting massive and looking like Arnold's. They're like, oh, no, they just feel like it. I'm like, no, that's not how this, this works. This is not a feelings game. This is a data game, okay? Hopefully that makes sense. All right, guys, that's, and that is it. So that is my, my keys on how to keep your muscle while losing fat. Nutrition in check, small deficit protein, carbs, and fats. High enough protein and have both carbs and fats. Uh, number two, strength training in check still lift heavy and prioritize strength training as a whole, but prioritize your favorite body parts you want to ma maintain, if not gain progress on. Number three, don't overdo cardio. Number four, this is going to take time. And number five, actually keep track of progress metrics. So I hope this helps guys. I love you so much. Thank you for being here once again. I will talk to you next time.